and clean is the way that you're making me feel tonight. Jacob, I finished Kingdom Hearts 3. Nice, nice. Can I borrow it now? No. I'm going to get all the um all the trophies and try to go for the platinum on the old PlayStation 4. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, I just finished the uh, epilogue for Red Dead Redemption over the weekend. It was it was fucking heartbreaking. I'll give it that. Was it? Oh, it was I... heartwarming and then heartbreaking and then heartwarming again and then heartbreaking again. It was a real mix of emotions. It was it was really really well done. Wow. Okay. I haven't really played much of it since the last time. I really need to get back into it. And now currently my flatmate is playing it. So. Yeah, he is. Yeah. It's um. If he finishes it before you, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Trust me, mate. I'm gonna be far more disappointed than you would be. I'd be like, come on, Raz, step your fucking game up, mate. I want to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 because it's literally been almost 16 years, 17 years since the first game came out and uh, 13, 14 since the second. And between the second and the third, a myriad of um, games for other platforms came out that you need to play. Yeah, I, I really need to go back and play those because I haven't. I've played one and two, but I haven't played any of the other side games really. Trust me, Jacob. You need to play all of them, and I do mean all of them. All of the games that have been released so far and are in the um, in the PS4 collections, right? They all get mentioned in some way and bring in plot points from the games, even fucking recoded. Far out. This is the Avengers infinity war of kingdom hearts you can enjoy it just by itself but you won't understand everything that's going on unless you've played every other single one until now i don't know if i'm ready to commit that much time to kingdom heart but i'm i might have to to be honest i really i really enjoy those games they're super fun to be able to hop on have a black and then sort of put it down and then come back and spend another 20 hours in a couple of months or so. They're really good for that. They truly are. This game truly is and was made for the fans. Because every single question, every single little plot detail that was introduced in the previous games, every single one of them is answered in this one. I like it. Like, there's no remaining plot thread that didn't get unanswered. There's no hidden motivation until the very ending, but that's to set up more games. All the questions from the Dark Seeker saga, from the start of Kingdom Hearts 1 and right up until Kingdom Hearts 3, everything gets answered, and it actually brings a lot of closure. Cool, cool. I'm looking forward to uh, finally getting around to playing it. And I knew this wasn't going to be the end of the franchise. Kingdom Hearts 3 is not the final game in the series. The ending made pretty clear of that. Cool. So I'm expecting Kingdom Hearts 4 in 2050. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably be 50 by the time they release that game. I'm sure they're going to release a Kingdom Hearts side story extraordinaire side passage 2.0 billion with their... Yeah. You know, with, yeah. with their uh, There'll be increasing... There'll side stories. Yeah. One for every world that's ever existed in Kingdom Hearts. I mean, the titles can't get much worse than Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep 0.2, A Fragmentary Passage. Yeah, that, that's a mouthful. And the collection that was made before Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Hearts 2.8, Final Chapter Prologue. Oh. <laughs> oh it's like... 
I get it. This game is made by one of the people who worked on Final Fantasy. We get it with the whole name thing. Yeah, but they don't hide that lead very well. No, no. I'm gonna say this about the game. It's the most Kingdom Heartsy of all the games, and yet the most accessible. When the story of Kingdom Hearts gets going, if you haven't played the games, like I said, you will be fucking lost. But in the contained uh, Disney worlds, it's mostly about the plot of the worlds and not about the story of Kingdom Hearts. The story only is at the beginning, a bit in the middle, and a fuck ton at the end. Everywhere else is just Disney. Interesting. So if you just want to pick the game up for the Disney aspect, then I would fully think new players to the franchise would be very happy with how they can just enjoy going from a Tangled to Frozen to Pirates of the Caribbean to Big Hero 6, Monster Zinc and Toy Story and all that. Like, those worlds have a bit of the Kingdom Hearts story in it because, you know, they gotta, but it's mostly self-contained stories. Yeah. They're actually really well done. Well, some of them are. I'm not going to give too much away about which are the best worlds and which are the disappointing ones. <clears throat> Frozen. Uh, that was always going to be disappointing. Yeah, it's one of the most disappointing ones. I, I can't even hide that fact. It's basically one giant snow corridor. One very pretty snow corridor, but it's still a fucking corridor. Yeah, you can dress and, it up however you like, but it's not going to change the fact that it's just a corridor. One thing that I was really impressed with the Frozen world, though, and this is not a spoiler to the story or anything, they recreate Let It Go, like the entire sequence. Oh, no. And I mean from start to finish, the entire song, and it looks exactly like in the movie. Quality is almost as good as the movie, so for nothing else, I gotta give them credit for that. Yeah, I don't don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, though, mainly because I hate that song. It's an alright song, it's just overplayed. Oh, extremely. For everything else, is one of the most disappointing worlds in the entire game. Once you get past that, once you get past all the worlds, and you get to the end, and the final battle takes place, because this was, again, this isn't a spoiler, this was teased at the end of Dream Drop Distance, that the final battle between light and dark takes place, and it's, um, it's quite something. You will not be disappointed if you're looking for, you know, if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan and you've been looking forward to that gigantic clash at the end. I mean, it uh, wouldn't be a Kingdom Hearts if it didn't have the gigantic clash at the end. I was very um, satisfied. I've been following this uh, series since I was a teen and now I'm in my um, late 20s. Christ, this has been going on for way too long. It hurts to say that, doesn't it? I (laughs) realise that I've known one of my friends 25 years this year. That's fucking nuts. That's a long time. And I'm it's not very even 28 yet. No, no, I'm I'm turning 28 in just over two months. Oh. I know, in April. <sighs> Sad times, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least yep. you've made it out of the 27 club. Don't jinx it, I still got <laughs> two months. <laughs> nah, you'll be fine, mate. <laughs> I still got two months to escape the Reaper's clutches. <laughs> Uh, but you never know, Kingdom Hearts 3 might be the death of me <laughs> in some weird form. <laughs> oh, we could only but hope. No, no, no. <laughs> that was my line. All uh, other jokes aside, I would give this a 9.5.
Oh, interesting, interesting. Uh, again, keep in mind that I went into it knowing all of the lore, all these characters' motivation. I know what all these characters have been through, all their relationships and how the world interconnects. So everything was exactly what I wanted out of the game. Yeah. For someone else, it might be completely different. It's one of those games where it's incredibly hard to review because everyone had a different experience with the series because it spans so many different titles and people want different things out of the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Some people like the story, some people like the Disney World, some people like both. So it's it's very hard to give a concrete score, but for me, it's a 9.5. It's everything I ever wanted. Nice. Yeah, I uh, hung up my flatmate while he was playing it on, on release day. And I saw the first two, three worlds sort of thing. And it looked insanely polished. Like, it looked like the perfect progression, graphics-wise and smooth playability-wise, from the first two. And it kept within that same realm, I guess, of controls and playstyle without being too far out left field or without feeling 100% like, oh, this is literally just the first two games again. It yeah, looks yeah, yeah. and feels like a natural progression. It's and just no, a shame it took 25 years or 20 years almost to... It didn't take exactly that long, but it took like... Feels still, like it. The second game came out in 2005 in Japan and 2006, very early 2006 in north america and the rest of the world so uh, yeah you're looking at 13 years since the release of the second game yeah still a fucking long time to wait it's because tetsuya nomura the game director he was preoccupied with other project at square he did final fantasy 15 so that yeah. took up a lot of his time and Understandably. then uh, it took a while i think if i remember correctly it took a while for Square Enix to be allowed to use some of the Pixar worlds, and he said that if he can't do Pixar, he's not going to do three. But I am happy to say, like I said, that the worth was fully worth it, and I'm very happy with the game. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to enjoy it a lot when I when I get around to playing it. I don't know when, because I've recently taken up Apex Legends, and that's soaked up a hell of a lot of my weekend since I got it. So I, fun, though. I want to play that so bad, Jacob. <laughs> But I can't because I still have shitty internet for like two weeks. Ah, you, you'd, be, you'd be able to play it on that. Maybe, uh, but I can't like fucking stream it. No, don't worry about streaming it yet, but get good at it. It's going to be a big learning curve. I could try to um, get good at the game and then when I get fiber again, I can stream it and, you know. Because, yeah, yeah absolutely. I have a Twitch channel listeners, so watch this space for more Raz Twitch content. That's going to be great. And I might even gate crash a stream or two every now and again. Yes, I would expect nothing less, Jacob. And I sure do like shameless plugs. So do I. But what else I've been doing over the um, weekend, apart from lamenting my very slow internet, I started to watch the Umbrella Academy. So did I. I'm I'm almost finished the whole season. I've managed to... What? Yeah. Really? I'm eight episodes in now. Fuck, I'm only on, like, episode five. Yeah, I I really enjoy that show. I had no expectations going in. I knew nothing about it, which I think probably helped me a lot because I, I had a bit of a negative 
thing going in. I was like, Gerard Way made it. It's going to be angsty and moody and music for sad 14-year-olds, as my friend put it. (laughs) You do realize just because he was the frontman of My Chemical Romance, it doesn't mean that everything else he does will be emo and edgy and stuff, right? Yeah, no, I, I know. I, I don't know. I sort of had that that idea that I don't know what it's going to be like, so I shouldn't judge it too much. And then I went into it, and it's so fun. It is such a well-rounded show. It's paced extremely well. It doesn't feel like episodes drag on. The story is interesting and dynamic, and there's there's strong female characters. There's everything you can ask for from a new TV series. I'm going to stop you right there because we have a bit of a conflicting view on the uh, matter. Not by much, but you're obviously a lot further in the uh, series than I am by, you know, three episodes or so, right? Almost three hours. For me so far, there are some pacing issues. Like I feel the story is moving. I feel the story isn't moving as fast as it could be. And it's taking too long to get to some plot points. It might be just me, but I find the story hard to follow. I understand the basic premise of it, but I just the way it's delivered, like I find that things are happening. I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm not really with it, but I'll keep watching. In saying that, it doesn't take away from my enjoyment of it because the characters are, like you said, they're very dynamic and they're very likable, apart from number seven, played by Ellen Page. See, for the first part, she's not as developed. And then they start to get into her story more towards the second half. And I think okay. that's where that's where she shines in this show as much okay. as she can shine. I'm not the greatest right. fan of her work. The Like the one movie that I really, really enjoyed her in was one called Super. Oh, yeah. Uh, directed by uh, James Gunn. Yeah, we've already talked about it in one of the previous things. Yeah, we- My favorite movie from her is Juno. I don't actually think I've ever watched that, so I, I shouldn't oh, judge it too bad. A, I think I watched like maybe 20 minutes of it and got bored and carried on. It's a great coming of age story, but that's not the, neither here nor there. Yeah, I just found that her character was bland, and it just felt like Ellen Page was playing Ellen Page. She is a bit, especially for the first half of the, the series, probably, as she sort of gets a bit more screen time and gets more focus in the story, she be- starts becoming more animated. And I think, without giving too much away, they needed her to be bland and disinteresting for okay, the first okay, part so of the season. I'm like fully expecting her that by the end, she's like, she basically becomes God somehow. <laughs> That because she has no powers, then at the end it's like, oh wait, I actually have this power, then it will solve all of our problems somehow. But I'm sure there's not going to be no deus ex machina moment, because that would just probably ruin the entire series for me. Yeah, I mean, I I don't don't want to spoil anything for you, so I'm trying to tread lightly, but... Things happen and she becomes more interesting and then like that sort of helps move the show again. I can I can understand, especially towards episode four and five, I found it a bit like a li- the pacing got a little bit sort of dragged out and it got a bit more pillow talky and lovey dovey and then I, I don't know, it just becomes a whole lot more interesting. One of the big draws to the story is number five and Oh, number five is fantastic. Yeah. And his a story, but like at the point where I am now in, in episode four and five, I feel like he's just been doing this the exact same thing 
for far too long. Like there's no story progression on his end. Like I said, stuff happens and I'm just confused as to why things happen. Yeah. And I just and I just go with it until it's like, okay, maybe this will pay off in future episodes, but for now I'm just really confused as to what he's doing. Yeah, so he his sort of character progression sort of gets pretty strange there for a bit and get his character progression slows down and everyone else sort of has these big epiphanies and these big moments where they develop and they they have like half an episode to themselves sort of thing and he just sort of sits in the background and then he pivots and becomes the main focus again in the best way possible like it's episode seven is where it starts picking up again and I think that's because they're starting to ramp up towards the end because it's only 10 episodes, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't tell if it's going to fully conclude from where I've seen up to. I can't tell. It doesn't feel like there's so much more to do that they're going to have to put another seven seasons out to get there. It feels like it could get there mm. by the end of episode 10 with, you know, leave it a little bit open. The third volume of the comic only came out last year. I don't think they have too much source material to like draw from. So I, I'm, I'm guessing like... Uh, so you've, probably... you've read the comics, haven't you? I've read some of them, yeah. How do you feel that it fits in with the comics? Do you think it's sticking to it quite well from what you've seen? Or does it... Uh... Mm, no and yes. Obviously when you adapt something for TV or film, some changes need to be made yep, to yep. accommodate, you know, for a different medium. But the writing is... Not in a bad way, it's just in the comics, the um, mood and tone is a lot more somber, more like a um, Tim Burton project rather than, you know, a superhero team, right? Yeah. But in this one, it's less Tim Burton and more Doom Patrol. It is faithful to a point, but then it does its own thing. And, you know, I can't really fault it for that. I have the comics to go back to and probably, like, reread them now that I've been watching this. But uh, I think the show does a good enough job to introduce the world and its characters, and it's a good enough adaptation. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying it, but I think that's also because I came in with no expectations. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a watch, see what I think. I mean, And um, then now I'm kind of hooked. I'm not, like, 100% invested going to drop everything and watch everything, but I'm enjoying it. It's not like people know that this is from the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. His name does pop up, but it's just more, like, created by Garraway and Gabriel... I forgot his last name. Garraway is the uh, writer and the other guy is the artist. Yeah. Yeah, So it's not like it's been plastered everywhere uh, from the mind of the lead singer of My Chemical Romance and all that comes the riveting tale of, you know. Yeah. It's been handled really low-key that it's him and I feel like most people will be like, oh, it's a new show on Netflix. It looks kind of quirky. Let's give it a try. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of other, other new shows on Netflix, Russian Doll. That took me by surprise. At first, I thought it was just going to be like a Groundhog Day ripoff, and it was going to be cheesy and shit. And then I watched the first episode and was just like, the fuck happened there? And then I watched the second episode and explained like sort of one plot point and developed another 30 questions that I really needed the answer to. And then I finished the whole season in two sittings. Oh, nice. Yeah, Um, it was... 
addictive and it's such a fun show and it's a wee bit shorter format like the episodes were sort of just over half an hour long as opposed to 45 minutes like the um well closer to an hour for the um umbrella academy which made it a bit more digestible and it was really really well done it was well acted it was well directed there was some amazing cinematography in it which really really helped and the set design was just perfect Oh, all right okay okay i've been told by a few people that it's really good i just haven't really gotten around to it yet so um yeah hopefully... I, I feel like it's one of those ones where you need to sort of sit aside i don't know why i accentuated my s's there um set aside i'm a snake um <laughs> it i ah uh, yeah you really need to set aside quite a bit of time for it and digest it all at once and then like i'm, I'm i want to go back and re-watch it just to try and answer a whole bunch of those questions for myself. But I also don't want to devote another however long it was all up yeah, or just yeah, yeah. on that. But yeah, it, it's a really, really fun show. All right, cool. It, it's um, it's smart to... in places, but it's not so smart that it's inaccessible. It's not so dumbed down that you know everything that's going on all the time sort of thing. It, it's got some nice twists and surprises and it. it's really nicely balanced. It's really, really cool. It sounds like a good recommendation there, Jacob. I will have to definitely check that out. Definitely recommend um, it. And um, it is getting a bit late, and we did say that we were going to do a shorter episode yeah. this time. But I want to talk about one last thing before we skedaddle. Oh, go on, mate. Uh, <laughs> the whole drama for the release of Metro Exodus. Oh, yeah, this is such a... It's an interesting business move, and I can see why it works from a financial standpoint, because... So, if you don't know, Metro Exodus was going to be released on quite a few platforms on PC, like Steam and Epic, and I think Origin were going to try and pick it up as well. But Epic ended up getting the exclusive release for it. So, all the pre-orders that had already gone through on Steam as of a certain date, they cut it off and everyone can access it on Steam. Fine, you've already paid for it, that's fine. Anything after that, including past release, is only on Epic Game Store. Yeah, like Why? people who pre-ordered on Steam are being sent like an Epic Games key to unlock the game from there. So No, it fo- actually comes out on Steam for them. Does it? Yeah, I thought they were going to get sent an Epic Games key as well. And then I looked into it a little bit and no, you actually can unlock it and play it through your Steam client and you get all the DLC that comes out and all that. You can still buy the DLC later if you haven't already purchased it. You don't have to buy it again just to play it on Epic. But no one new can buy it on Steam. Okay, okay, because I thought that there was no way for anyone to play it on on Steam. Okay, oh well, well, at least they managed to uh, fix that. The main reason is Steam takes a certain percentage from each dollar on each sale, right? Yeah. And yeah. Epic Games does that as well, but at a much lower percentage. So Deep Silver for the PC version just went, yeah, we're going to switch to Epic Games and let everyone know at the last minute, including Steam. Yeah, and it's the um, it's the, actually the first exclusive game to Epic of this caliber anyway, being games like Fortnite with the Save the World edition that were only available through Epic. But this is the first AAA title, I guess, that yeah, like- 
is yeah. only coming out on Epic. And it's going to be interesting to see how this develops because it only got released, what, three days ago. So it'll be interesting to see how it develops and how sales go for them. I've seen a couple of polls online and a lot of people are still very, very keen to buy it because it's already got a massive following because of the first two games, which were incredible. Metro 2033 is probably one of my favorite horror survival-ish games ever. It's just a beautiful game. Uh, Last Light was a little bit less so but i'm it was still incredibly fun and it was a lot more perfected in the the graphic style and everything definitely up there as one of the best uh horror first person shooters ever made if not probably the best one yeah and the um, metro last light is definitely like up there as well but like yeah. you i prefer the first one more yeah yeah i don't know like the console versions for Metro Exodus are not affected by this deal in no, any no. way, shape, shape, or form. It's just the PC release. But it's yeah, yeah. I think it was just a dick move on the part of Deep Silver to make the a switch and not even tell Steam nothing until like two days before they made the public announcement. And then Steam was like, uh yeah, so due to circumstances out of our control, we will not be releasing Metro Exodus on Steam. It's now in a exclusivity deal through the Epic Game Store. And then they sounded just a bit bitter on their message on the uh, subject, which is, you know, fully Yeah, wouldn't you? Understandable. Yeah. But that's yeah, I, the whole I, I really want to play it, but I don't know if I want to support the Epic store i was never gonna get it on any type of like pc platform just because well mainly i have a mac and it's a bit old and yeah and uh well i mainly game on the playstation anyway so that was never gonna affect me yeah i might get it on pc but unfortunately where my computer is at at the moment i don't even better play it on minimum specs so i don't know if it's worth it i might just get it on a playstation and just go with that i think maybe the one of the first cases like such a big triple a game got a switcheroo like that like done so yeah. bizarrely so it's yeah it's definitely be making headlines and then there was the whole issue with the um the pc community wanting to boycott the game yeah and one of the devs came out and said if you're gonna boycott metro exodus on pc there'll be no further metro releases on that platform uh, which yeah. i feel like you're really not helping the fucking situation here mate Yes and no, like, they're just saying, like, look, it's it's precarious at the moment whether or not we can continue to make it available on PC, so, yeah. yeah. How long does the exclusivity deal for Epic Games last? Is it, like, six months or something like that? Three months? Six months? I, I think it's a permanent exclusivity deal. At, I, I don't um, think it's a timed exclusive. From everything I saw, it was just Epic is the only one releasing it now. Hmm. Uh. I could huh. be wrong, though. If we're wrong, let us know. Exactly, yeah. We have a Facebook page, which we put out information about new episodes and other quirky memes about gaming and pop culture that we find funny or interesting. So um, if we are wrong, which is very likely to be the case, please feel free to go to the Nerd Nebula Facebook page and post a comment or a thread or anything of that nature, and we will see it and we will interact with you. Absolutely. Like we said, this was going to be a shorter episode this time due to uh, some technical difficulties and the time frame when we are releasing these episodes we try to make the time between the different episode releases um shorter so yeah just a quicker episode this time and then for episode eight we'll be um maybe trying for like a full hour episode to really get in the content going 
really get the juices flowing. Get the good old juices flowing with MA. But yeah, until then, I feel like this is a good end to episode seven. Absolutely. And if I keep talking, I'm just going to embarrass myself. I mean, I feel like you've already done that, but you know. Probably. Who am I, who am I to judge? Probably. Probably. Uh, all right. Well, until next time, Jacob, I will say, La Rivederci. I'm just going to say, Hail Satan. Fair enough.